Welcome to First Frame's first episode, 49, everyone. We have a special guest star, Zach Whitford. Uh, say hi, Zach. Hello. Um, in this episode, we're going to talk We're gonna talk camera gear. It's 2019, so we're talking about some of our goals and some of the things that we did last year. Mm-hmm. What else are we talking about today? We're going to talk about Christmas movies. We're going to talk about that as a film, as an industry. And uh, we're also going to talk about uh, the value of an idea. Love mm. it. As, as well as the mortal engines. Mm-hmm. Peter yeah. Jackson. Oh, yeah. Who are we? Nobodies. Speak for yourself. Okay. We're Canadian filmmakers with the dream of surviving financially on the backs of our films. Welcome to our show where we bring people along on our film journey. Maybe we can learn a thing or two. Maybe we can teach people a thing or two while drinking beers. I mean, if you can't drink beers while filmmaking, what's the point? We are Fable Forest Films, failing our way to success. Welcome to Jurassic Park. I mean, our show. First frames first. Welcome to episode 1595. Of First Frames First, we've been doing this show for what seems like way too long. A thousand years. I'm not even a human anymore, I'm now a cyborg. Hey Google, are we, are we AI yet? I'm not sure if we are. All right, fair enough. Well, we have if a special. Someone would know it would be Google. I'm pretty excited. This is actually our 49th episode, um, and we have a really special guest today. I'm really happy about it. We've brought a Google Home Mini uh, totally. on with the show. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. This and is the, sh- the star, the true star. I mean, the let's be real here. absolutely. So quiet. Jason's I mean, who, talking. Who knows? We might ask it a question. Maybe not. <laughs> totally, but at least we have it. That's right. You know. Sometimes when we're doing... How do you activate the Google? You say, hey, Google. Which you now just did. I did. What's the weather right now? Right now in Waterloo, it's minus five and cloudy. There you have it. It's predicted to be minus four and cloudy. Ooh. There you have it. She's really... She really hogged the mic there. Yeah. Greedy. Um, So, in this episode, we're going to be talking about our New Year's goals. Wait. (laughs) I was kidding. Our real special guest is our good friend, cinematographer, Zach Whitford. Hello. Welcome, oh, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, the internet. <laughs> so, okay, go back, go back to what we're talking about today. <laughs> so, Zach, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, hey, you handsome devil. Yeah. All right. Uh, been in this game for... God, when did I... I so, at first, I started go all the way back to the very beginning. Uh, started doing photography when I was... Did you just... Yeah, Adrian, you're savage. Sorry, but that was just savage. <laughs> oh, is that savage? Oh, I didn't have a nice little cutter. Yeah. Guys, we're in I the garage today. I could have easily brought a cutter over. But anyways. We're smoking cigars. I think he has a cutter. I do. But it is more pirate if you rip it off. It's true. Be a yes, pirate. Yes, that's what I mean. Don't be a baby. Be a do pirate. Do we want... Here's the thing. Next episode, two weeks from now, we're actually going to sit down. We're going to talk to Zach about who he is, his history with us, uh, all those shenanigans with you and him on those long, lonely nights in the car. And uh, RV, don't forget it's an RV. Everyone, Happy New Year's. Yeah, Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's, everybody. And uh, so we're going to be talking about goals. We're going to be talking about what our goals are Fair for enough. the new year. And uh, Zach, you're going to be helping us with that task. 
I can I can do that. Amazing. Helping Probably us with our goals or helping us talk about our goals? Helping us talk about our goals Probably and talk. help us with our goals. That I can do. <laughs> Zach has been involved in us achieving almost Everything? all of our goals. Yeah. Agreed. One way or another. Yeah. Where did we first meet you, Zach? Uh, that would have been on your first film, which was at the time, it was the snowy season, but that's Biggerman's Grove at this point. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was, God. Now, how did you? How did you? How did you find Zach for Bickerman's Grove? Was through, it through through Mal- Michael Malcolm? Michael Malcolm. Yeah. yeah, you guys used to be best friends. And then you became mortal enemies, and now you're kind of friends again. Mortal. I mean, I was. This is news to me that we were mortal enemies. But oh, I, weren't I mean, you guys mortal enemies? No, we were never mortal enemies. Oh. We were all just kind of general that's, acquaintances. That's not part. what Malcolm said. No, okay, that's what, <laughs> that's what I probably expect. Literally use the words mortal enemies. Well, let's well let's cinematographer. That's true cinematographer talk right there. Oh, yeah, fair enough. We are all mortal enemies until we need a favor. Then we're friends. <laughs> so you need to borrow some gear. Yeah, exactly. God. Now, how did you guys meet? Uh, through, right out of college, it was my first gig. Um, I met him. It was a, it was a, I don't know if it was an indie film. It was an indie film. It was like a short film that mm-hmm. they, it was actually quite large though. He was second AC on that. And I was PA. Cool. And I just met him through there and just kind of. And since you guys live close, ish, ish, sort of, he just called me up one day. I was like, "Hey, man," because uh, I think he, I mentioned that I had audio gear, right? Which was something I was doing much before I was actually doing cinematography. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, man, you, you want to just do some audio for for a film?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, sure." It's like I'm like, "It's a paid." It's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Okay, then I'm definitely in." <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Amazing. And that's and that's how uh, that's a, that's how it all started. Yeah. So. What, uh, give us a little bit of a, uh, give us a, a little taste of what, what the last year has been like for you. Um, what did 2018 bring you? So I guess in October it's stated my, I was my first year anniversary of working for the government. So I worked for the government of, uh, the ministry of agriculture, rural affairs, uh, in for the Ontario government. And, uh, yeah, so that, that I've been doing that for a, a year and a few months now. And, and all video work. Yeah, all video and some editing. Mostly video on my end. I ha- we have an editor that does most of the editing, which I appreciate because I'm. A lot of people don't know that a significant port seven percent, I think, of Canada's budget goes to Ontario's Ministry of Agriculture videography department. Yeah, just you pay us, and we deliver things that you might enjoy, like video of corn. Actually, soil is a big one. We right. just did barn fire, so if you don't want a barn fire. Better uh, watch. Better watch your video. Yes, watch my video on how to prevent barn fires. Totally. So step one: wet, wet don't have a barn. Yeah, that's also one one way. Also, don't leave shitty electrical all over the place and mm. covered in water. That's also one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. electrical covered in water always a no no. <laughs> Big no no. Cool. I, I yeah. don't do that at Listen, all in my barn. It. I do like the fact that we have someone from the government letting us know not to put electrical work in water. Someone's got to do it. It's a tough job. Yeah, you got listen. The scope of people out there, you got to let them know everything. Coffee Be careful, popped. people. You know what I mean. I like it. So a big year working for the government. Yeah. And and um, any any other um, uh, kind of uh, are you fun shooting, projects? Are you shooting porno on the side? I am not shooting porno. Yeah, he has to say that. That's yeah. That's I, yeah, exactly what I, you would I, say if you were shooting porno on the yeah, side. Would I own up to it? Maybe if I was doing it professionally, I was going whole ham. I would, but right. But no, I'm not shooting porn. Cool. Just a lot of side stuff. And and 2019, what are you looking forward to? Um, looking for working on on shifted again. 
Mm-hmm. That's what I look forward to. Yeah, but, amazing. And then also working for the government still. So. Yeah. Love it. Keep on tracking. Are you going to get Because I, I put pressure on you every time I see you. I know. You. I are am. you going to get a new camera? I am. I'm gonna what get, I, camera are you going to get? I'm leaning toward this, the mirrorless Sonys. Mm-hmm. So Sony, I'm thinking they, like the A3 or mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what it is now. They're up to. I think it's A3. It's not the A7S because it's... Yeah. But anyway, so it's one of the Sonys. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just... Their architecture is kind of at the point. It kind of surpasses anything for its one compact size, two its power. Like it's just I don't know. So this point, it's, pretty, I, I, it's it's a beautiful camera. Yeah. Sony picture yeah. is very pretty. now. If we were to ask Google what the best camera is oh, right hmm. now for, let's say our level, what kind of question would we ask? Because uh, I'm always interested to see if this thing will give us a good answer or not. Like I would say a mirrorless. At this point is. So you want a 4K? Yeah, 4K mirrorless. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Google. What's the best 4K mirrorless video camera on the market right now? I found 11 on the website, filmora.wondershare.com. Here are the first three. Sony XDCAM PXW Z100, Sony Alpha 7R2, yeah. And Sony Alpha 6300. Is this the Sony website? What the hell just happened there? <laughs> I told you, Sony's, All those Sony's the best. I know. Yeah. Apparently right now. Sony's I don't know. I, Thanks, I Google. The problem is those might be prosumer 4K cameras then. Yeah, those... Well, you would think that the the Sony uh, A7 uh, Mark II would be there. Yeah, totally. So that's why the question might be... It's, there's such a broad range for cameras and the use for cameras because your prosumer yeah. camera which is dad filming the vacation, mm-hmm. right? that market is so huge compared to the... What we're doing right now. The yeah. people who want shallow depth of field and removable lenses are the big one. Yeah. Like, that's the major difference between, you know, a really great camera and a camera that's... Uh, that a point it could, shoot. It, yeah, it could, it, could, it could do the same thing. Right. It's really those removable lenses. Once yeah. you can take the lenses off and put just different glass on, now you're, to, now you're in a different ball well, game. glass is... I would debate 75 of your picture. It really like seventy five percent of the 70, picture. Seventy five percent of the picture is really a lenses. Yeah, like you, you can put a you put a really nice set of lenses on a totally. on an okay camera, totally. and you see a difference, mm-hmm. right? So people talk about at the moment. People talk about not investing in the camera, invest in the glass. I think that's always isn't it always. It been? has always been the case, but it's just because cameras have been so like the development of cameras have been so quick so fast yeah. and there's been so many camera new cameras on the market and everybody's like what camera what camera what camera by the time you get that camera and you actually sink your teeth into it there's a new camera out oh there. yeah right there's an a7s2 there's an a7s3 yeah by the time you get used to that a7s2 there's a new one well i was hoping to get the canon uh the new canon mirrors are yeah and i looked at it and i was like yeah like it's one of those things that you just like yeah and it's like technology because the cameras are now technology by the time you have it there's a better one out yeah so really invest in the glass because that doesn't change yeah, you get a, you get a great lens, and that's going to be a great lens for well hundred years. I I was listening to, and I mean I know this much about lenses, but I was listening to uh, Indie Film Hustle, and he had a, a guest on that was like a really famous cinematographer, or yes, I believe so, that worked with James Cameron and such. Mm. And he he talked about having really really old lenses that he still loves to use. Yeah, yeah, totally. Got people that have Nikon lenses. The Nikkor lenses, yeah. they will 
take those lenses with them to their next camera system. Yeah, and yeah. they'll get an adapt an adapter so that they can plug it into their new camera. Right. Because yeah. the lenses are just that pretty, and they're not necessarily that sharp. They're just that it's, beautiful. It's the texture and yeah. that people love. Well, even Mario. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mario still uses his still Nikons. shoots on his Nikon's. Yeah. Like Nikon lenses puts it onto whatever camera he has. Uh, I think he's A7. I think he's using the A7s. Or a yeah, something yeah, around that architecture, pretty, Sony architecture. Love so it. I, I would just like to I just like to segue into yeah. goals, and I had a, a recent thought over this Christmas season that was as we were going through the mayhem of unwrapping presents and like, you know, things were really crazy, and I thought to myself, you know, where does this tradition come from of people uh, asking Santa, right, the gift giver for something that they want. And I thought to myself, you know, if you if you take take a step back a little bit, p- potentially it's not for an actual gift for the thing that you want, like a, I want a new microphone, or I want a cable, or I want a thing. But what you're doing is you're in you're writing down the things that you want for next year. Right. So it's almost like you would be writing down a list of the things you want to achieve, like I want to finish this film, right? And you're asking the gift giver. To... Santa's kind of like the secret. Totally. Santa's <laughs> totally. <laughs> so it's secret. a secret. So why would we just start exactly. going around saying, have you heard about... Have you heard about... Santa? The Santa. The Santa? <laughs> now, I mean, I do Santa. feel like... Now, they say that Coca-Cola created Santa Claus, but I mean, the, the current version of Santa Claus, but I think that... Oh, there's the been one. there's That's been versions the of there's yeah. been versions of Santa and St. Nicholas and yeah. all this kind of stuff for forever. I think he's Norwegian. That's a Could Google be. question. But I, I but do anyway. think that there's other... Hey, Google. What is the origin of Santa? On the website history.com, they say, the legend of Santa Claus can be traced back hundreds of years to a monk named St. Nicholas. It is believed that Nicholas was born sometime around 280 AD in Patara, near Myra in modern-day Turkey. Huh. Much admired for his piety and kindness, St. Nicholas became the subject of many legends. Well, love it. There you go. Tell you something. Turkey. We we don't even need to be here. We should just send Google a bunch of questions and record that and put that as the podcast. Well, that's dumb. Who would smoke the cigars and drink the beers? That's true. (laughs) Who would ask the stupid questions? Who would destroy their human bodies? But but I slowly destroy their human bodies. Here's the thing: finding out pointless information. I I picked this up this for this Christmas for myself. Uh, I did not wrap it, but I've always wanted one of these. And uh, I don't really know what to do with it, yeah. <laughs> other than to have it around, and ask it to play me music. Totally. Uh, and then it just plays it from that little speaker. Mm-hmm. But you can. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. There uh, are cool. there are expansions you can get. Oh, totally, totally. Totally. But yeah, I just thought if we started including it here, whenever we have one of those times where it's like, and how did that? Blah, 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 we can ask it. Yeah. And then you and know, it's Google. Quick, it's swift. Yeah. I assume Google's say, promo payments will come in the mail automatically. Yeah. And I will just say, if Amazon wants us to use the Alexa, you better send it. Sure. Yeah. yeah, get in touch, it's Amazon. Really we'll use the Alexa some episodes. No, we won't. Yes, we. These will. go up on YouTube. Uh, Google's aware of that. Totally. Uh, we're good to go. It probably links. It knows. Yeah. It knows uh, all. Do you think it'll be edited by the time we're done? <laughs> in their servers, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Data collection will be every word has been scanned. Yeah. Up so, to this point already. Totally. So you mentioned you mentioned hectic Christmas gifts. Yeah. Um, you have babies. Yeah. How was Christmas with babies? It was, it was, it had, Christmas has totally changed. Christmas was once about chilling, 
getting a couple prezies, you know, and I get the religious aspect and mm-hmm. everything like that, but it was about chilling with your family and being yeah. together. Yeah. A couple presents get uh, back and forth, get handed back and forth. But with children, everything changes. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, all that Christmas is about is making sure that they have an amazing time and that they... Are, it's about watching them unwrap their presents. Right. That they don't care about. <laughs> and then play with the boxes. The, yes. Right. Like, okay. rip the wrapping off. And then be like, what's next? Just like a creature. <laughs> You're like, just look at what you got. Like, pay attention. You know, like, I don't know. We need to put a system in place so that the kids actually are forced to, like, look at the one thing that was opened. You need to, you need to set them aside. I think what it is is don't, totally. don't give them stuff to open that they don't care about. Mm. Like, just... If you bought them some clothes mm. and some soap, mm. just put that in their room for later. Because the truth is that then the game is rip wrapping off paper. Because they were helping all the adults right. open their presents too. Yeah. So it's more about the game of ripping paper. That's a... F- which is a fun game it's for a fun, little kid. It's awesome. It's fun as an adult. Let's be real here. Yeah, it is fun When you as get an one, adult. it's like, it's fun as an adult. Like, yeah. What is this? So I will say... Yes. One present that I got, which like just rocks my world you know i like a hot cup of coffee sure i only like coffee that is hot if it's not hot as jason knows which infuriates him (laughs) if if he buys me a cup of coffee and it's a couple degrees too cold he's like forget it throws on the floor so so fussy director basically is is fussy director okay so shitty producer (laughs) so heather got me a it's called an ember okay and it, it locks and with my bluetooth i can connect to the ceramic cup I can set my coffee temperature, and it will keep my coffee that temperature. Wait, oh, okay, that was way more elaborate than amazing. I thought, I thought it was just gonna be <laughs> like it, it stays warm. Time. No, no, it wow. like literally, and I can set it to a max of seventy degrees. But like, I, I used it this morning, and my coffee was hot until the very end. Wow. I mean, it ran out of juice two coffees in because I take a really long time to drink my coffee. Now, mm. does it have like a wireless charging station mm. that you just not, set not, it on? Not wireless. You have to plug it that in? That is wired, but you just put it on the, on the, the sort of the teacup uh, yeah. or the tea, the saucer. Yeah. And then that has two little pins that charge. No, the but cup. that's what I mean. Yeah. 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 So you, mm. you can set it down and it charge and it keeps the charge. charging. Yeah. But I mean, for two cups, I didn't, I didn't use the charge anyway. I, I was just, that's I loved cool. it. That's awesome. I joined the, uh, the times and i bought a ps4 Ooh, a game and then console. uh my alley and then i spent a lot of money on playstation network buying video games that was my because they were all on sale oh so no like i have oh. no. well you're like you would have a i problem. have to buy you have to oh, buy the game now that's 50 percent but price. you know i will say that the one thing that uh, that I realized buying games on the PlayStation Network rather than buying physical copies yeah. is then now when I'm finished with them I can't like take them in and sell them to somebody yeah. and then and then use that money to buy a new game or something like that. So, so that's I'll always have really this stuff. awesome for the gaming industry. Yep. They love yeah. that. They love that there's only yeah. a digital copy. Yeah. I only paid fifty percent or less, but yeah. they love me for you, that. Jason, you would have a real problem I'm if pre- you went I'm on, pretty excited. on Steam, like on on oh. PC gaming, because like I have a real problem on Steam, yeah, like. Yeah. So just okay. to let, let you guys hang, know, hang I spent like two and a half hours last night playing Real Farm. Real Farm. I don't think I've being a farmer and plowing like, fields. Is it, is it like you a simulation? You didn't want to have a barn, you liar. He wants a he wants a simulated barn. barn. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, what I'm saying is that I learned that if you don't want to have a barn fire, <laughs> the best way is to not have a barn. So I should also send you that video, though, just in case you don't burn down your virtual barn. Send me the video. Okay, sounds good. It's actually three. Just Oh, so God, you know. how long are they? Like two minutes. Be, okay, good. No, no. Here's the thing, Zach. Can, can Here's them, what I'm going to do. Them. I'm going to watch all your videos. Have you watched all of our podcasts? I've watched a few, which is the right answer, apparently. But I'm going to continue to watch more. Watch the rest. Okay. Start from the beginning. Everything but this episode. That's fine. Okay. Although, it's fun to watch yourself. Yeah, probably. Watch yourself in Learn. the mirror. Here's what I need you to do. Little watch boy. yourself. Be better next time. Oh, be yeah, I can guest, do that. Right? Well, actually, can I promise it'd be that? I don't know if I can. <laughs> um, so, good Christmas. You know what else I noticed? There's a zillion Christmas movies. Yeah. Like a literal bajillion. Yeah. It's a, it's a new watched, industry. And by new, I mean, like for the past eight years, it's been like, let's make a Christmas, let's make a really cruddy Christmas movie. Well, well I, I will say with, with Netflix, Anne watched all the Christmas movies. <laughs> I don't know, 15, what? 15 to Ooh. 20 Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. And I would ask her, like, how was it? And she was like, well, it was dumb. But. <laughs> It was just another Christmas. It's a nice story, and you know, it's, the, like it's very, very formula, very, very yeah. formula. Yeah, there's a prince from a faraway land. Blah, 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 some like he owns a coffee Estonia. shop. Yeah, yeah. It's it, comedy, romantic comedy. That's I feel like yeah, most of them but are like, not even, too much even, comedy. Even gentle on the comedy. Yeah. Well, it's I guess just it's, like yeah. pure juicy romance. Not, like, and they'll yeah. go, they'll go like, well, the wedding planner was a good movie, so now we'll have the Christmas wedding planner. Totally. Well, yeah. That's an easy However, formula. There was a movie that came out this year, a Christmas mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell as Santa. Oh, and man. It was Amazing. It was so well, good. it was... Some of it was dumb, but it was great. No, it was... For a Christmas movie, that, that movie is right up there on, on my... Top of my list. Like, your, better I, than I, Santa Claus? Oh. Yeah. The first time you watched the Santa Claus with Tim Allen? Oh man, that's that's a yeah. good one though. Yeah, that those are good. But, Santa Claus was but better. But you know what? Like, but this was great. Very top of my list is The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Mm. Oh, I love that. that I one's... love that version of the movie. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but Christmas Chronicles, I, I would watch that the scene, every year. The the uh, the scene in the in the jail where he's like, "Look, we got a bunch of drug dealers, a couple hookers in this cell over here." I'm gonna whip some, some saxophones and some sexy Christmas outfits. Let's have a let's have a sing along in jail. Yeah, for like five minutes. <sighs> it was amazing. Now, now I do. It makes me want to put a dance number in our next he movie. He knew everything, right? He yeah. knows everyone yeah. and knew everything. Right. Is Santa Claus really just God, in a red thing? I mean, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, he would be. Uh, he would be. I no. would say we closely related. Like, yeah. like second cousin kind like, of where like. Where does he sit on, the, you know, in the Trinity? The name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and Santa Claus. <laughs> he's he's got a lot of power. Yeah, there. I would say. Here's the thing about Santa. Response to prayers. Totally response <laughs> to prayers, man. Is so as one to one for prayer. That's what makes him a saint, Saint Nick. Yeah, there you go. There totally. you have it. So, uh, Zach, what did you get for Christmas? I got. Nobody cares. Yeah. Jason. Hey, I'm hey, just kidding. You got Leatherman. That is the best tool. You got a Leatherman? Leatherman is my oh. number one Oh, you're, you're actually wearing it? Always. <laughs> Daily carry. 
a multi-tool. You're a, it changes. You're a, you're a, you're a wear a, a multi-tool on your belt all the time, guy. Every day. Why didn't you get up I there and that fix that you. lamp up there? I love that about you, Zach. <laughs> I could have done that. Yeah, you so could have. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's, I, I, let, me just, let me just let me just tighten that bolt right now. Hold yeah, on. pretty yeah. much. Like, I have probably 30 tools right now on me. Speaking so. speaking of that exact and multi-tool. the biggest tool. Is me? <laughs> I don't know if that. <laughs> so easy. We appreciate it. I make, it, I make it really easy. Zach. We do love Zach a lot. It's good to have kind of a self-deprecating <laughs> dude on your team who's like, <laughs> Who can just I that. know. <laughs> you guys need to yell at someone. Uh, I'm like, good, because I don't want to be yelled at anymore. So yeah. yell at Zach. As long as you pay me really well. That's, that's fine. Okay. All right. So, um, Zach, do we pay well? You pay great. Hear that, everyone? Okay, cool. <laughs> you pay adequately, okay, I would say. Okay, adequately, adequately. Adequate. The fact that we pay is, is probably a right, is the thing. Oh, it's a big thing. Yeah, it's a big deal in these small little industry things. I have been reading um, a lot of people saying that uh, big companies are avoiding paying people's invoices. So, like... Uh, camera guys I don't know if it's a tactic but I've been reading a lot in like the Toronto indie film support oh. groups and stuff like that mm. where people come on as makeup artists or camera op or whatever paid. they send oh, their things yeah. and then they're having a difficult time talking to these big companies and the big companies are saying oh shoot oh my goodness darn sorry we didn't send your yeah. but it's happening pretty frequently oh, um, I don't geez. know I, we don't have that problem yeah, but maybe there's just less money Maybe the companies just have less money. Even, even they're who still would... pulling the trigger on the movies, but they don't have the money to actually yeah. make the movies. Well, even, you, even the big dogs. Are you talking totally. like movie or are we talking corporate? Well, these would be who I would imagine would be more corporate-ish yeah. feeling movie-making people. Yeah. Oh, so it's a big, big industry, yeah. folks. Yeah. That's, I know, that's a shame. That's really... Yeah. But anyways, yeah. not these guys. <laughs> Uh, we'll pay you 10 bucks a day, no problem. No problem. And never late. So, now, to get into the meat of the of this episode, let's talk <clears> about <throat> what, just quickly. Yeah. We, we get this a New Year's episode. What are our, quickly, we want to talk about our goals for 2019. Yeah. Now, we will do a more in-depth goals episode. We will mm-hmm. actually, you know. Yeah, we like to have, every year, we like to try to look at the exactly, year Exactly. If you go back, when you go back and you listen yeah. to all the episodes, you'll see that we've done... A goals episode each year, and we sit down and we talk about a zillion goals. Yeah, uh, he usually has two. Make a movie, <laughs> a good goal, an excellent goal. I tend to break mine down way too much. <laughs> Who too knows? Systematic but, thing. Is, but is it a bad thing though? Probably. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. But um, but yeah. What what for you? What are what are a couple of your? Now I actually came up with my with my list quickly. I wanted to finish Shifted. Please. Yeah, I wanted to finish that movie and I wanted to get that movie out the door. Yes. Mm-hmm. I wanted to shoot Out of Eight Limbs Season 2. Yeah. I wanted to uh, do the thing where I start working for Faber Forest Films. Yeah. I wanted to start... Um, uh, I wanted to get the next movie going. Just mm-hmm. the next... Get the wheels going on the next film. And um, with me, that would once Shifted is done, I can start writing again which I'm really excited about. I miss writing quite a lot. Um, and then I would also like to start applying for grants on the regular. Like I'd like mm. to get that system in place. And then I suppose we need to, like the website. 
needs to be revamped. And those are my those are my biggies. Biggies. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I love it. Yeah. Uh, let's 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 talk a little bit about those items. Yeah. Um, so for shifted, um, we have. Uh, I think we've been talking about it a little bit, but we've we're starting to make our monsters. Do you want this? <laughs> oh yeah. Do you want it? I'm okay. Okay. Thank you though. Starting to make our monsters. We're yep. going to be shooting again, starting in and ending in February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now y- you've been. We've been editing, we've been sounding, we've been doing things. How, what is your estimate? If we successfully finish shooting in February, how are you feeling about, let's say, first draft of April? April for first what draft? what I would like. First draft, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I'd and like to you, have the first thing done for April. And what do you think about completed film? April, April, July. May, June. Yeah. It would be really cool if we could finish it before Shifted. I mean, before Art of Eight Limbs 2. <laughs> yeah. If, before we start shooting Art of Eight Limbs 2 and really getting mm. into that. Yeah. I, so. I think that would be a really cool idea. I yeah. will say that um, I had a discussion with Anne. Just like a, you know, you, you chit-chat with your wife about things. Um, and uh, I was thinking I'd like to stop shooting in the wintertime. You know, we, think, we've talked we've talked about this a yeah. couple times you know because because one one film idea that that we've ba- bounced around mm-hmm. a bit is is ethel's diner if you remember yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and uh you know we kind of talked about how it'd be cool to shoot it in the winter because snow is scary yeah. when you're when you're escaping and you're running through the forest and blah 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 and she was like you nah. know what <laughs> if you're escaping death and you're running through the forest in the dark it's just as scary in the summertime yeah and i'm like you know what you're right. So I think I think we I think it's time for us to get into a summer routine. A summer routine. I, we we I would prep, agree with that. we write and we prep and we're ready to go for spring and we yeah. start shooting early summer or something like that. Yeah. You guys I, love your winter films. Well, I, it, and here's here's the thing. It, it when winter here is a long season. Mm-hmm. And um there's a, it's it's a long period of time that you have that you're just hunkered in and you're just not doing anything. So like I wouldn't say let's not do a winter movie again because if Shifted does all right, yeah, then we're gonna have another winter yeah. movie. So, um, sorry guys, but I would say that um, yeah, we definitely want to start shooting in the summer. We want to start ticking over a little bit faster with our movies. We want still every movie to be the best movie that we can make, but we just want to do it faster. Mm-hmm. Would it scare you if I wanted to be ready to shoot the next movie? this year no no i don't think so but it just but again, depends on the movie prepared yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. in the span of and everything is ready yeah. to rock and no I, d- I think i think like if we have all the if we have all the dominoes in place yeah then yeah. Uh, we can go ahead and knock them down that's I mean, my big goal yeah. it's just it's my, just we need the script though. my yeah, my stretch goal for this year uh is I do want to talk about a couple of your other things, but but the big goal for me, I know we're going to finish Shifted. It's not really a goal for me. We're we are on the way, and that work is in the yeah, it's exactly. in the thing. Yeah. Um, I know we're going to start Art of Eight Limbs season two, although I'm actually know, not no. sure. Yeah, we don't I don't know, know if no. we're going to do it this year or next. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have some tentative inner workings mm-hmm. um but my stretch goal is to shoot another movie this year 
in 2019. Hmm. I love it. I let, I love the idea of, I mean, we have a lot of like cleanup to do. We did a lot of work this year on like our organization and all the accounting mm-hmm. and all the putting everything together and all the, you know, the insurance and the uploads and all that kind of stuff. It's foundation basically. All the foundation building. We did yeah. a lot of that this year in 2018 rather. Yeah. It's going to be cool. If we can, if we can get a pipeline in place, mm-hmm. it'd be really good. Mm-hmm. So for me, the other goal that I want to um, hit this year is a lot of the relationship building stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, can I grab those? I don't want to reach across. Just the, yeah, thanks. Um, just relationship building stuff. I think it's, that's, we've talked about it a couple of times, but that's really where I want to go yeah. this year. I want to talk to sales agents. I want to talk to, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to talk to we totally people, need, yeah. grant we, givers, yeah, yeah, city yeah. councilmen, things we're, you know, we had a really great meeting with um, some of the people from Grand River Film Festival, some of the people from cities of Cambridge and Kitchener, um, and uh, and this company that's trying to grow the film community or the arts community, mm-hmm. even let's say, in our region, which is really important to us because being outside of Toronto, we don't have as many resources and many people and all that kind of stuff as as some other people do. Um, So we had a really good meeting a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Before the holidays, I suppose. Um, And so that's the kind of stuff that I want to get into is, is meeting those people and trying to continue to uh, yeah. Get our name out there Mm -hmm. and see what, what types of benefits we might be able to to gain from that. Yeah. It's all good stuff. Zach, what are your goals? My goals is mostly. What, what is your ultimate goal? Let me ask you that. What is it that you want to do well, that's a good... with the camera? The camera being a chosen tool. See, it's interesting because now that I've found my place in, in in Ontario, the Ontario government, I actually really, really enjoy it. Yeah. And I, I do see myself possibly retiring there. That's possible. Amazing. This is, this is, this is exciting stuff so, because yeah. the thing is to find a place where you're like, I'm actually happy here. Yeah. Not a lot of people find that. And if yeah. you find that... It, it, well, it feels a little weird because it feels weird because everyone in the industry is... That's not what happens, right? right? You're always like, oh, I want to do this thing yeah. or I want to make it here. And you're yeah, just yeah, basically yeah. your entire 30-year career is trying to get to this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird to be like, eh, I'm good. I might actually be fine here. Um, but one, the few That's things so that, amazing, But the few, the few things that I want to do for sure is, is basically help others achieve their goals mm. so right. like working with you guys on on shifted and anything For else free that, now that you have a job yeah just, just that's like, very important like, slightly discounted rate can we meet totally. in the middle here okay all right um <laughs> look i'm not gonna lie it does help oh like you know having zach pe- in the mix is huge people that know me like i'm i'm gonna be uh by the time this episode comes out the next day is my 15 years in my current career as a manager in in tech field um with one company right and you know having the um financial kind of stability the backbone Mm -hmm. the vacation to be able to um take a break from the day-to-day and uh work on something in uh creative that i love yeah um is really important to me oh, yeah. and you again having that stability it yeah. al- it allows you to come and work for us for nothing um <laughs> he laughed he was like <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't realize that if he if he asks for money we'll just punch him in the stomach that's a story yes, for later will. yeah that's a story, that's for, a story later. for later he still i owe him 
I owe him a punch in the stomach. Totally. The one day, Jay, we went to a wedding. Jay asked us to shoot his buddy's wedding. And so I was like, all right, Zach, would you mind helping me out? I'm going to go and shoot this, shoot the wedding. Jay drank like he was like it was the last time he was ever going to touch alcohol in his life. Oh, and uh, I've never seen him like that before. And I, I don't even know if he's ever been like that again, to be honest. <laughs> it was crazy. I feel a little honorable to be there, but at he, least. But he got it in his mind, on repeat, that Zach needed to shave his head. And so when we were driving him home, and he was feeling really sick, and he was just being very funny in the oh. car, and busy yelling at Zach, saying, you, you better shave your head. <laughs> and right. if you don't shave your head next time I see you, I'm going to punch you right in the stomach. No, it was very, I'm going to punch you really, really hard. <laughs> Here in the stomach. I just, oh, I mean, I, I still I have that weepy tape. and violent, I guess. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was, it was it, just, it, it was, was just... funny. We actually recorded it because we had our audio recording gear there. So we just, in the car, we just set up the audio recording oh. gear, let it roll and let Jay have at it. So we have that against you. I hope you don't want to be president one day or something. There, uh, there might have to be a throwback Thursday where that just leaks out into oh, the world. That, so, so, yeah, that would be beautiful. That'd be yeah. so funny. Um, so Zach, you, you're kind of happy where you are. Yeah. Now, now let now, me ask you this creatively. Uh, yes. Because because you, 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 you're hitting it by the numbers, right? You have a yeah. job. You go to the barn. You make these safety videos. You, you're working in the in the video field and stuff. Yeah. Now creatively, what would you like to do? There is a few things I actually want to. This is Dreamland, right? So yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. you want. Okay. If it was Dreamland, 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 it would be either doing some kind of travel show and some network. Uh, you know, Anthony Bourdain, you know, kind of thing. Or, um, uh, oh, what's that show with the two guys in the travel? Um, yeah, yeah. The departures. Dudes. Yeah, departures. Um, yeah. Departures. Or, you know, some nature thing like, you know, wildlife stuff. Blue, well. Earth, Blue, Blue Planet Earth, 3. Yeah, Blue Planet stuff or, you know, uh, life, movie life and all that kind of stuff. So mm. that would be like, you know, dream, dream. Yeah. But um, currently, like right now, I just, I'm actually interested in doing some photography, like getting back into the photography games. I've been out of it a little while. Yep. Doing some still stuff. I also like to do some nudes. Black yes, and white nudes. Very, very tasteful nudes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adrian, well, would you like to volunteer? That's awesome because. Actually, both of you guys want to volunteer? I've been thinking about ah. nudes. Yes. <laughs> some non self nudes? <laughs> no, no, all self nudes. Oh, okay. Wow, you're sucking on that cigar there. Uh, <laughs> just take a picture of me right here in the buff. Yeah. I actually I actually 100% knew a photographer who did tasteful nudes yeah. of people that wanted tasteful nudes, black and white nudes, and he would go to their house and they would undress and he would set them up in, you know, no, not porno, but no, like so here's the thing. tasteful stuff. I still know someone I that don't think that, that I could get a tasteful nude of myself. I'm open to it. Dude, but you I think could totally I get think a tasteful nude. I think it's impossible. But we just have to do neck up. <laughs> Oh, hang on, Sam. We're just, just talking. No, no. It should just be like nose up. Just How, my eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Little placard. J- <laughs> Jason in the nude. <laughs> Love it. So delicious. Mm. Oh, God. Um, okay, amazing. So, like, and... Um, no, I love it. Yeah. I love it, I love and it. And then I'd like to do some more, like... Uh, Creative stuff like spec. I get to do some spec stuff, so like uh, car commercial kind of stuff, mm-hmm. like more creative car commercial, uh, like nighttime, you know, wet road, you know, totally. 
And then, so I mean, you, the you want about, to hone your skills. Oh yeah, with different things. And that's the thing. So, yeah. So, so I will say that the car commercial is like the cinematographer's calling card. Once you've done a car commercial, usually they're huge, right? Yeah. It's usually a very expensive commercial. Yeah. Because there's not really that much that separates car companies, so they put a lot into advertising. Yeah. Like the difference between like a Mazda and a Nissan. No. It's like nobody knows. My favorite car commercial recently was, I believe it was for a Mini Cooper, I think. And uh, I'll, I'll try to find the YouTube video if I can, and I'll mm-hmm. throw it in the show notes. Um, I, I was thinking maybe we should create a, uh, a playlist. I, I don't know if this is possible, and I don't know if Google will be able to tell us, but <laughs> I, I was thinking it would be, be cool to make a playlist on YouTube and almost rename the titles of other people's videos. This might be impossible, but the the idea that I had was, you know, first frames first, episode 49, mm-hmm. this was the video that we're talking about. So mm-hmm. that you, you kind of keep them in an order playlist so that if people are going to try to find that YouTube video you were talking about. It would be in your playlist. Yeah. Whatever. But, I don't know if but you can rename it. I know you could put videos in the description. That's probably a thing about yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. Anyways, it was, uh, I don't know if you guys saw it, but it was a... Uh, it was um, it looked like a historical video of uh, Mini Cooper winning like an old race oh, back yeah, in yeah. the fifties or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And it was it was a period piece. It had all the mm. it might have even had legit footage from that race or whatever. But you could tell that some of it was recreated, and uh, it was it was the race. It was the the Mini Cooper pulling ahead and winning. Blah blah blah. And they were like, we cared about performance back then, and we care mm. about it now. And blah blah blah. It was, it was, the thing is, I love going to the movies, right? right? And these days, my son, who is 15 and a half and, oh, you guys met Connor uh, when we had him on the show, but he, um, I feel as all teenagers, they go through a period of time where they're hating on things. And yeah, what he hates these days is uh, that they say the movie's going to start at quarter after seven. Oh. <laughs> and when the movie actually starts, he pulls out his phone and he goes, it's seven forty three. That's you know. So he he definitely he's like, do you really feel like we need to have as many car commercials and coke commercials and trailers as we have these days and stuff yeah. like that? And uh, I mean, it's hard to say. Well, I mean, it, it pays. The do bills. you think? Does it? Do you think that the car commercials that play in front of movies is what's uh, paying for movies? Or do you think it's keeping the theater open? Like it's one of the it's, it's one of the are, revenue I th- streams. I, I do a... I do pay sixty bucks in popcorn and drinks and shit when we go to the movies. It's one of the revenue streams, man. I I don't know. I feel like that's a movie, like the theater thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, no, like that's yeah. What we're the, like, the movie like, cinema like, is like, hey, we're gonna have these people stuck in these seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want them to see your commercial? And then they are paying a certain amount to yeah. get that. Right. Yeah. I think it's it's one hundred percent part of their revenue stream. Yeah. Now we just went to see. The Mortal Engines. The Mortal Engines. Peter mm-hmm. Jackson's new epic. Yeah. Um, now, when you see that Peter Jackson's going to make a movie, and you're like, all of the hobbitses, mm-hmm. all of the Lords of the Ring, uh, King Kong, yeah, yeah, are you going to go see it? Whatever he makes. Yes. Now, how did you yeah. feel about Mortal Engines in general? I told- because, hey Google. What's the current Rotten Tomatoes ranking for Mortal Engines? Sorry, I can't help with that yet, but I'm always learning. 
Wow. Oh. We found its weakness. It's yeah. one true weakness. Mortal engines. Let's try again. Hey, Google. What's yeah. the rating for yeah. Mortal Engines? Yes, Jason. Mortal Engines scored 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. To read more, look for the link okay. in the Google Home. Wow. So. So. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's the way that you ask the question? Yeah. Maybe. Okay, fair enough. But what I would. I don't think that 37% is fair. So, so what I would say mm-hmm. is when I when I watched it and then at the end when I saw. Because I actually went into that movie not knowing that it was Peter Jackson. Okay. But when I saw that it was Peter Jackson, I was like, yes, the animation rung true to the same kind of animation style that you saw in Lord of the Rings and the Hobbits. Yeah. It's, it, it, it just felt similar, right? Um, but the story was for a young adult audience. And that's what it felt like to me. Like even some every now and again, they would land and they would kind of, you know, the, the two couple, the couple that's falling in love, they would turn at like, slightly slow motion shooting at 36 <laughs> frames a second or 48 frames a second they turn and look at each other in this way that reminded me a lot of lord of the rings mm-hmm. yeah and so there is that flavor in there i just wish that the story was more of an adult story mm. like it was more geared towards young adults and i get it those are the people who are watching movies the love interest in mortal engines they they really pulled off the frodo baggins samwise gamgee <laughs> love interest didn't they yeah totally. like when you were watching those two couldn't you have replaced mm. them with frodo and samwise mm-hmm. the way they kind of looked at each other but never kissed <laughs> they did love each other absolutely yeah and if i was directing them i would totally say this is a romantic this is a re- this is a relationship based on love yeah it's just that it never blossoms into romance. Yeah. You know, but it is a loving relationship. Sam loves Frodo. 100%. Yeah. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think that's awesome. It gives it meaning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it, like, gives, it, it, it explains what the relationship is about. Yeah. You know what I mean? They would do anything for each other. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sam would. Frodo, Sam would. Frodo's, towards the end of the Lord of the Rings, well, you're kind of like, Frodo, you are just such a little baby. He was carrying you're the ring. You're a taker. He was yeah. carrying the ring. What do you expect? Yeah, I know. But the thing is, in the books, you kind of get the feeling like the ring is really grating his soul and like really bringing him down. Whereas in the movie, you're like, stop being such a baby. Right. Because yeah, you don't really get a yeah. sense of how heavy the ring really is to bear. Right. They try and... They try. They try. Yeah. But in the book, you can get into his head, into his mind. Yeah. You can get into how the ring is making him feel. Yeah. But in the movies, I mean, you're, you're at a distance. You're watching him from the outside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mortal Engines was... It was huge. Mm. Like... The scope of the thing was massive. I don't think anybody else... I mean, of course, other people could do it as good or... In that opening scene, when the giant city was on tracks, yeah, chasing mm-hmm. the smaller town, m- my jaw was open. I was so... <laughs> Did you notice too how by the level of imagination? Did you mm, notice how like loved it. the little towns going up and down, and the big city just it's eats huge. the earth as yeah. it goes? Uh, it, like it, it doesn't... crushes whatever's in front of it. Right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that level of imagination, and I, in fact, that is the level of imagination I would like to get to. Right? Yeah, I would love to be able to dig into my my imagination, bring it out, and then have it become something like that on the yeah. screen. Now, just just a, a question. I have a, sort of a weird question here but the va- like the the weight or the value of an idea yes so an idea is just this fleeting moment inside your head mm-hmm. that you could have but if you pair that idea with a, an awesome amount of effort 
you can turn it into something. It can become the most power. It can become a powerful, the most powerful thing in the world. Yeah. And it all starts with an idea. So I'd just like to throw that at you guys. What do you think about what an idea, the power of well, an idea? I, I think it comes down to how much you nurture that idea, mm-hmm. how much value you put in that idea. Because if you go all in with an idea, it, it can really transform into something that's long. Because it starts stop becoming an idea and it starts becoming, I don't know, I would say a way of thinking almost, mm-hmm. I feel like. Because then you start, I guess it depends on who you are, but some people will obsess yeah. about an idea and start building a world around this idea and then mm-hmm. the, i think that's how those things probably get made is is that you start you you go all in on this idea even if it's not necessarily a great idea yeah it's just an idea it's almost like the commitment behind the idea yeah it's a tough one this is a this is a really tough one because i think that so you take something like lord of the rings or mortal engines mm-hmm. both started as very successful books or series of books or whatever um and I think that's why Hollywood loves to make adaptations of successful material, right? Because Built in audience. here you've yeah. got you've got an author who has a, an incredible idea. They build this world. They put it out in the world. They make their dollars off of it. And so now you can kind of come to them and be like, we want to make this movie. We're going to give you a bunch of dollars for it. I don't know how much... Um, like the Tolkien family or estate yeah. gets mm-hmm. I mean, for, the, I mean, a well, lot. I that would was assume like the, the the difference between the mortal engines and the the Tolkien books is that the Tolkien books were regarded with this yeah. air of like, like there's, nobody. They didn't sacred. let any. They are yeah, sacred they, to they, a lot of people. They are sacred to a lot of, and they didn't let any. They they only allowed a what there was a one animated version of it right. before yeah. Peter Jackson. And that's just because they're so precious about it. Yeah. Now, and he must have said to them, I'm going to stick to the book. Because in the extended versions, he adds in a lot of stuff. And yeah. I think he really does stick closely to the book. Now, there yeah. are people that are very precious about Mortal Engines also. Oh, they are? Mm. And I work with some of them. Oh, oh. interesting. So so it's interesting. It's very, it's very interesting. steampunk. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. That is um, not the movie. Well, it kind of was. Like, mm. the the way that people were dressed, the old-timey stuff. Mm. and The feeling that you get is that it's more of a... It had like a... Yeah. I don't know. It, it didn't have a... It but, didn't have a... It didn't have a steampunk. Like, I would, if you said steampunk to me, I went straight to Tank Girl. Yeah. Well, steampunk's you know I mean? a very... If you say steampunk, that's a pretty specific thing. Like, that's... Yeah. That's got a very... Now, now that said, though, yeah. I wanted to get, jump back to ideas. Because in the indie world, mm-hmm. ideas are also pretty frequent. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to say they're a dime a dozen or something like that. Yeah. Like, that's not fair because people's ideas are great. Like, because we'll have people that will come to us and talk to us about their idea for something that they want to make. They're very passionate about it. And maybe it's a cool idea. But... You also need a lot of effort, a lot of work to Lots. build an yeah. idea into something that's going to be huge, right? Like, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. when we're just shooting the shit, sometimes we'll be in the car and we'll come up with another couple ideas of something. <laughs> or, you know, you'll wouldn't be like, be cool got, wouldn't this be an awesome movie? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, I'm, you know, you, you kind of put those away. You're mm. like, yes, it would be. Write that down. Yeah. Put it over here. 
But the thing is, you know, we've talked about this before, is you got a finite amount of time, resources, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, Where are you going to put your effort? Yeah. You know, and for an yeah. indie film, you know, how much are you going to pay for the idea versus everything else that you have to pay for? Yeah. Um, and then I think it's supply and demand too, right? So if, yeah. if we were well, to... to fit into the market well, the yeah. best. If we were to write yeah. a script and build out a fully formed idea and sell it to someone else... Um, What's that worth? I don't know. Yeah. Well, and you have to keep in mind that not every idea is technically a good idea. Sometimes everyone will put a lot of effort into ideas, and it's terrible. But I think, well, I think, not, I, I think a lot his, of ideas are great. His, no, it's his, like execution. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. And this is this is this is what I would say to someone who is like thinking about making a movie that was based on an idea that was pro- maybe similar well, to someone else's yeah. idea. You're like, in your execution, it's going to come out differently. Yeah. Than yeah. the way that this person did it. Um. Yeah, it's... you want to hear a weird idea for a movie? They're, apparently, they're making a movie about uh, Michael Jackson's monkey. There was a, a monkey that apparently Michael Jackson—I don't know if he bubbles. owned it or yeah, bubbles. So they're making a movie about bubbles. Sure. Like that I mean, seems they like made a ridiculous a... idea, but I—I I don't know. Well, and right? here's here's the thing: like, the people make movies about everything. Yeah. Correct. So whatever idea you come up with. If you put the effort in, yeah. if you put the effort behind it, then it'll be a good idea. Yeah, you will f- you, like yeah. you will have made a thing. There are many bad movies though. Bad for you, yes. Good for someone. Good for it's someone. true. It's a yeah, good. It's, it's a good point. And you know what? Objective you, of what is a bad idea? You're what's a good absolutely idea. right. My my mom and I, when she came up for Christmas, we watched a movie called The Terrifier. The Terrifier. Okay? And it was a mo- It was a horror. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I assume low budget indie kind of slasher film mm-hmm. and it was very slasher film. Oh. And it was about a man who dresses like a clown, mm-hmm. black and white clown. Yeah, yeah. And he chops people up. This is and, your, your mom uh, suggested well, this movie. Uh no, I actually I heard from someone else that it was worth a watch. <laughs> Maybe not great, but we watched it and I was like, okay, that's a thing. Like it was it was one of those movies where like he hangs a naked girl up, and hacksaws her down the oh, center geez. to split her in half. Right. Like huh. it was it was one of those yeah, where it's like, oh, I would very yeah, is, I would is, not make that no. movie. Right. Yeah. But like you said, bad for me. Mm-hmm. But maybe there's some not. That love but it. Someone loves that. Someone Human loves that. And, and the, people, cult, classic, the people right? that the people that made these movies are like. I love yeah. this. Yeah. Human centipede. Yeah. 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 I mean, the fact that he made a second and a third means right. that he has a following. There is a demand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There, there are people that love it. Absolutely. All right. So uh, I said, let's uh, let's rein this puppy in. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach, yes. we have some questions for you. Okay. If you were stuck on a desert island. Okay. And you had three movies that you could take with you. Okay. That you would watch on that desert island, that you could watch again and again, but those were the only three movies that you would have. Yeah, give this some thought, because a great movie is not necessarily one you want to watch again and again and again. That's totally. true. There are some movies that you just watch once and you're like, okay, I'm probably that was amazing, mm. but I'm never gonna watch it again. Right. It's too heavy. That's true. Yeah. Mm, uh, one I don't know. Scott Pilgrim versus the World is one that I've recently yeah, discovered that again. Like that one is just that is a it's fun just great. Movie. Um, you are, by the way. First guest to mention that one. Really? Great movie. I'd love that movie. Yeah. That I just recently so thought fun. about it again. I was the like, The Vegan oh. Police. 
Oh. Where Thomas Jane comes in, he's like, you drank soy. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God. Who is that? Who is that multicolored hair girl, by the way? I don't oh, think she's been in uh, much. The one that plays she was Arona? awesome. I don't know. To be oh, honest I with her. I don't think she's been in a lot of things. That's a good question, but anyway. Toronto. Um, Toronto film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, good one. See, I, I, I don't... I'm trying to think of things that would fit that, that setting. I say all I can pick is my favorite movies. Like, Viva Vendetta, I love that movie. would probably go with that movie. Jay nearly stripped down and got you to take a nude of his eyeball. He loves that movie. I, love that movie. I know that movie. I love that movie, too. Yeah, I know. Maybe not as much as I'm Jay. I'm not going to try to list all the movies that... Yeah. that Roughly your jimmies, but um, see, I'm, I'm trying to think of movies that would not make me. Well, you know what? I'm trying to think of something that would be relatable, and like, I don't know, something like Castaway would might be like. But then he gets it back. He gets out though, right? Castaway's so like, pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of something that would be like feel like you'd be like, I know where I you know are. Yeah, you, like you can sympathize with, with or empathize with. The you know what? Character. I feel like Castaway cry when Wilson. A little when Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, hundred percent. I was. Like, How about you? Yeah. It's, no, I didn't cry. But, I teared up a little but, bit for sure. Hundred yeah. percent. I was like, "Why am I so sad right now?" Yeah, That's about a, this volleyball. That <laughs> is, a, this is, is a legit question. Yeah. That is I'm like, "Why am I like?" Oh, <laughs> because it, well sad. Because of heart. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, I'll I'll lower the dBs on that one. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with Castaway because okay. because it, cause to me it'd be like striving. I'd be I'd strive to be like. I'm gonna get Oh, there. you're never getting off though. So You don't know I wouldn't know you that. You don't know, know anything, Jason. You wouldn't know that in your you know what I mean? I feel like I would just that would be like my motivational movie. And then I have like yeah. my comedy movie and then I like it. I yeah, like it. Give some variety. Amazing. Awesome. So uh Zach, thank you very much for joining us yeah. for this episode. Happy New Year's everyone. Yeah, happy New Year's Happy New Year's everybody. And let's uh make twenty nineteen one for the books. All right. Adios muchachos. Dream big. See you Work later. hard. Where are you? What were you going to say? No, the movie. Okay, let's do it again. Dream big. (laughs) I can do it again. I'm cutting it there. Let him him add it. I didn't have a thing. I didn't have a thing. Okay, then I'll... And then then Zach. Fair enough. Dream big. Work hard. Be cool. No. (laughs) No, we're definitely cutting it. That works. Come on. (laughs) Thanks for watching First Frames First. Yes. First Frames First. Thank you, Jason. Welcome. If you enjoyed, head over to our website www.thefableforest.com Check out our films and sign up for our newsletter where we will send you exclusive content. Hit us up on our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, always at The Fable Forest. And share our show with your friends. It'll really help us out a lot. Dream big. Work hard.